The entrepreneurs on their own may not be able to make those connections, but if we as an ecosystem can expand their network and allow them to make those connections, then hopefully they're going to succeed more so than they might otherwise and faster than they might otherwise. That's the voice of Tom Ballard, Chief Alliance Officer at PYA and a Launch Tennessee board member for over a decade. Mr. Ballard joined us backstage at last year's 3686 Entrepreneurship Festival to offer unique ways all of us across the state of Tennessee can support entrepreneurs beyond just investing in their business idea. I would encourage everyone not to take for granted that what we have today will always be there. Those who support entrepreneurship, those who support people trying to start new businesses need to be supporters of those entrepreneurs. We also discussed how tech innovations can bridge the gap and connect those in need with access to Tennessee's resource-rich ecosystem. You're listening to Disrupt the Continuum, a podcast powered by Launch Tennessee, dedicated to entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. I'm your host, Clark Buckner. Launch Tennessee is a public-private partnership that supports entrepreneurs from ideation to exit. And the vision is really simple. Make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. Tennessee is one of the few states with an entrepreneur resource infrastructure operating across the entire state, collaborating with over 30 partners in industries such as healthcare, life science, energy, logistics, music, and more. The next several episodes in this series will be drawn from conversations we had backstage at the annual 3686 Entrepreneurship Festival in Nashville. We're glad to have you on this journey with us. For more stories like this, be sure to visit launchtn.org podcast. Let's jump in. I know you are a well-loved man. You give so much of your time and talents and passions. So you've been involved in this state and in this climate, in this ecosystem of entrepreneurship. So I think you have a really great perspective to talk about what is happening. You're so interested in other people's story. You've been talking to countless people constantly. So I would love to kind of zoom it out a bit and think about what are these stories combined? What do they mean? Why does that matter? Why, why should it matter? And what do we have to look forward to? Let me see if I can articulate it. And I might start with the nickname of Tennessee, the Volunteer State. And it's not the Tennessee Volunteers. I mean, we're the Volunteer State. And there are a lot of people that can help as volunteers help startups succeed. Uh, you can do it as mentors, you can do it as investors, you can do it as, as just simply words of encouragement, connections, all of that. And so when I look across the state of Tennessee and I, and I look at the six and a half years that I've been doing uh, Technovation uh, at PYA, but before that, 42 and a half years of external relations work at the University of Tennessee and at Oak Ridge National Laboratory. I see a state that has a lot more activity underway and more people who are pulling in, I won't say, they're pulling in complementary ways 
everybody trying to advance and to take uh, advanced startups, the, the community, trying to help people grow businesses. And I think it, at its highest level, it starts with the recognition that 80% of the job growth occurs in small businesses. Uh, and so if you start in Memphis, I mean, there's some exciting things underway in Memphis that weren't there six and a half years ago. Nashville's on fire. Chattanooga is doing very well. Knoxville's making significant progress uh, uh, in in ways that it didn't that it, it, where it wasn't six and a half years ago. And then you've got some of the more rural communities, and you're seeing more emphasis on uh, those rural communities at the state level. The two gubernatorial candidates that spoke earlier. Uh, I was heartened to hear them talk about broadband and the importance of deploying broadband. I've been involved in and around telecommunications issues for almost three decades. Uh, so at the highest level, you're seeing people focused on how do we advance our communities and in that process advance the state of Tennessee. So that's at, that's at the highest level. Right. So when you talk a little about the how behind that we have you're starting to kind of call out some of the different cities from the rural communities mm -hmm. um so individually any strengths or things that kind of stand out to you because all of those when they're all succeeding they're all building everything up together yeah. and one of the folks i interviewed last night he was talking about what it's like basically in uh in new orleans and how and basically in their community you know, you know cities across the state the way he was describing it was sometimes they feel like they're competing against each other uh, in, in uh, Louisiana. So it was interesting to kind of hear how he's admiring what's happening in Tennessee yeah. and how we're trying to work more together yeah. and build a, a network built on our strengths. So anything you kind of want to call on that? Yeah, I, I think certainly the regional accelerators that Launch Tennessee supports have, have created a lot of buzz across the country, but also a good deal of collaboration that didn't exist. And I think um, in an earlier life, I spent a lot of time doing government relations. And government relations is really, in many respects, communicating with people in terms they understand and in ways that they can say, oh, I see what you're talking about there. So I think what Launch Tennessee has done has allowed people to see that if Memphis succeeds in areas like logistics and med devices, and Nashville succeeds in healthcare and music, and Chattanooga leveraging its gigabit network, and Knoxville with assets like the University of Tennessee and Oak Ridge National Laboratory, that we're not competing as communities, we're trying to to leverage each other's strengths. And, I, and more recently to that point, Clark, I think we're seeing that, uh, that Launch Tennessee is playing a role in saying, all right, your, my startup may be in Cookville, Tennessee, or it may be in Jackson, or it may be in Knoxville, or wherever, but we're going to leverage that network of accelerators, and if there's somebody in Memphis that can help you then Leslie Smith and the Epicenter people are going to help you make that connection. 
And that doesn't occur in a lot of other states. And it, we're still early in the stage of the development of startups, which in and of themselves are early. So, but I think we're going to see very, uh, very significant benefits from that because if people, the entrepreneurs on their own may not be able to make those connections, but if we as an ecosystem can expand their network and allow them to make those connections, then hopefully they're going to succeed more so than they might otherwise and faster than they might otherwise. In the few minutes that we have left, I would love to hear what's something you are really optimistic about in the future. We've been talking a little about some some historical, you know, uh, context. Uh, we've been looking at where things are right now with the launch of the Seed Network and what all the cities are doing. But what are you really excited about coming up next? I'm going to go back to what I said about the, the gubernatorial candidates. Yes, uh, I was able to make it to that, so I'd love to yeah. hear kind of what happened. So. I'll give you a quick context. In 1990-91, now Senator Lamar Alexander was president of the University of Tennessee. And I, was, I had been on the university staff at that time about 21, 22 years. Had a, an outreach organization. And Lamar charged me with beginning to figure out how the University of Tennessee would develop a statewide telecommunications network to connect its various locations. And the University of Tennessee, for that matter, had uh, an extension service office in every, every one of the 95 counties. I'm not an engineer. I'm not a telecommunications person. But it was driven by need. Fast forward 27, 28 years, and we're still talking about the need for broadband and what that will mean for every citizen, whether it's education, whether it's businesses to thrive, whether it's people to have jobs in rural areas because for whatever reason they cannot relocate to Nashville or, or Knoxville or Chattanooga or Memphis. And I was very encouraged. I've been encouraged that this is a topic that we're hearing more at the public sector level, but I was really encouraged that both gubernatorial, major gubernatorial candidates raised it today and said, we've got to deal with it. We've got, uh, we've got to have that deployed all across the state. And I think if we do that, then what it's going to do in terms of education for people to open up access to opportunities that are not as easily accessible, and what it's going to do to open up opportunities for entrepreneurs to open businesses uh, that of the type that perhaps we haven't thought about before that require on ro uh, require robust uh, uh, connectivity then I think it's going to have an exciting uh, uh, and long-lasting impact on the state and its entrepreneurial ecosystem I'm looking forward to that yep absolutely and what you do, you you should. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we can help share more stories and yeah. connect more more of those folks. Get kind of what you're doing. Yes, you know, absolutely. So, any final thoughts you want to leave us with before we wrap? Uh, I would encourage everyone not to take for granted that what we have today will always be there. Uh, those who support entrepreneurship, those who support people trying to start new businesses. 
need to be advocates for and figure out how to be supporters of those entrepreneurs. And as I said at the beginning, there are many different ways you can support entrepreneurship. It's not just about uh, making an investment. You can be an early customer because revenue is revenue uh, for those startups. You can be encouraging because there's some down days that they have, probably in many respects more down days early on than up days. Uh, encourage them to do it and encourage the state to continue to invest in, in and, and local governments, not just the state, but local governments and private enterprise to invest in programs like Launch Tennessee, the Entrepreneur Center, et cetera, because those are the, those are the organizations that are trying to do what, it's, what is needed to further advance uh, new business startups here. We've got tremendous technology in this state. We can do a better job of commercializing that technology in this state. And if more people are interested in it, more people are supportive of it, we're going to see more of it occur. Thank you so much for taking thank the time. You. Thanks for all you're doing. I thank really you. appreciate you. Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit launchtn.org slash podcast to subscribe to the show and grab your early ticket to the upcoming 3686 Festival happening August 28th and 29th. We'll see you next time on Disrupt the Continuum. Disrupt the Continuum.